Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Hyperfocus, where we are correct 100% of the time, objectively, as long as you don't ask questions. Mm. The little caveat there is important. No, it's not. Stop asking questions. Hello, everybody who wishes they were us. We are... Well, that's just everyone. Right. So... Yeah. You know. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Yeah. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? Me? Yeah. Oh, I'm not bad. I'm, I'm pretty good. That's good. We're matching today. Well, yeah. I feel like we usually just kind of wear all black you gotta all the time. You got to love black. It's a great color. I'm going to scoot so I can look at you and still be in talking into the mic. Nice. It's important. Um, it's important. How yeah. are you? I'm good. Can't complain. Great week. Sun is shining. Thank you for <laughs> fixing my hair. Really appreciate it. <laughs> it was just like, you know, whoop, slapping my mic again. It was just in a little loop right on top of your head, like a little unicorn horn. It was, Sometimes that happens. It was very nice. It's, I liked it, it. It's, you know, I just really feel like the messy bun inco- like embodies who I am as a person. So sometimes we have little curly cues and loopy loops. And I don't know what that means, but. Okay. I was going to ask, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Unknown. Okay. You decide. Okay. Do you have anything you'd like to share? Uh, personally or professionally? You pick. As in personally or about the podcast? Um, yeah, probably, but every time someone asks me, my mind goes blank. Uh, um, well, there is the, the small dilemma of, I don't even know if this will apply anymore when this episode comes out. Fair. Um, but we had some Instagram mishaps, mm. um, in which Instagram never gave us access to reels and some other features. So we made a new account. 
And that new account will eventually be named HyperFocusPod, but Instagram has some weird rules about changing your username and stuff. So it's currently either HyperFocusPod or HyperFocus underscore podcast. It's one of those two. Find it. Um, By the time this comes out, hopefully it's HyperFocusPod again, but yeah, I hope. Yeah. Well, I would like to apologize for Instagram being a jerk. But I also have to apologize for other things, too. Mm-mm. So it's time for eight-second apologies. Mm-mm. So I would like to apologize for Rachel scaring the crap out of us in the beginning of her episode, only for it to turn into a demented Barbie movie. And then I would also like to apologize for Rachel attempting to make dollhouses cool and continued Mothman references. Mm. Okay, a couple things. Now I really want a Barbie horror movie. I'm just saying. That would be awesome. Pretty cool. Um... Dollhouses are cool. I don't want to hear it. You know what? Now I kind of want to get into dollhouses just because you just said they aren't cool. Turn our turn and our studio into a dollhouse factory. What if we had a dollhouse background? That could be trippy. And there was a little murder scene in one of them. Mm, maybe not. We might get taken off YouTube for that. I don't think so. It'd be so small in the background. Mm. No one would even notice. I'm not going to let that happen, guys. No I edit notice. the YouTube videos. Maybe I'll have to hide them. She's going to hijack the YouTube videos. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. And, uh, you know, since you brought up Mothman, (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. He wasn't on my mind, but you brought him up, so. I feel like that was a lie. He definitely was on your mind. I mean, he's always, like, subliminally there. Unconsciously, like, you know, working, turning the wheels, turning the gears. But I wasn't consciously thinking about him. Hmm. But, you know... He controls our subconscious. That just reminded my unconscious, first of all. Sorry. Subconscious is just a colloquial word. I offended the psychology geek. <laughs> yes. Excuse me. And I probably um, breathed, laughed so hard over that that no one will be able to even hear what you said. But yet, unconscious. Got and it. I don't even remember where I was going with that sentence. Well, I can, I can just take the reins here and tell you a story. Does it include Mothman? Absolutely not. Not interested. Well, too bad. Our listeners are, so here we go. We are going to be in Stoke Ferry, England, 1756. Yeah, only in England would there be a Stoke Ferry. It's just north of London. S-T-O-K-E-F-A-I-R-Y? No. Like a boat, a ferry boat. Oh. I just kind of assumed it was ferry. I assumed we were talking about the fae. Homonyms. What are we going to (laughs) do? So, William Kent and Elizabeth Lines are a newly married couple ready to start their life together. Who? William Kent. Do I, and, do I know William Kent? I, I don't know. It's 1756. Do you, what? you might. I might. Maybe. It sounds very familiar. It's a very, like, mainstream English That's name. That's true. That's like, true. William Kent. And Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth, what's her name? Lines? Lins? Lins? Whatever, not important because she becomes a Kent because she marries him. So okay. Whatever. Well, spoiler alert. Dang. I just said that. They're newly married. <laughs> what do you mean? No, there's not a spoiler there. That was the first opening sentence no, of the spoiler. Story. Anyways, we're going to call Elizabeth Lizzie because I like nicknames. So uh, William is a money lender. Elizabeth, daughter of a grocer. Very normal. You know, whatever. Grocery store. Gro- oh. <laughs> grocery store Joe. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Batch batch in paradise anyways it's not good anymore now that david spade is not i haven't watched any of it okay so i actually do have an announcement to make okay (laughs) 
Go. Okay. So, as we all know, except for Maddie, David Spade hosted the first few episodes of Bachelor in Paradise. Right. It was the only time Bachelor in Paradise has ever been more than taught, like beyond the line of good slash tolerable. Okay. It was finally an amazing show. Okay. But now they're like switching out the hosts this season. Why? So currently it's Lance Bass, and I don't know who it's going to be next. I kind of think it's Lil John, but um, how could you imagine? He like does some of the voiceovers. Oh, I hope it's Lil John. I I could I could get down with Lil John, but I feel like Lance Bass doesn't have the right host vibe. Right. I haven't watched. He's it, better so on stage. Know. He's better on stage. Bye bye bye. Anyway, David Spade was absolutely what Bachelor in Paradise needed. So I made a petition to make David Spade the host of all Bachelorette shows or all Bachelor shows ever. Bachelor Nation Because he was so good. Game recognizes game. He is a chaotic mind. Mm. So I will be putting the link to that petition in the the show notes for this because it's very important to me. Okay. I can vibe with that. Okay. That was a good announcement. Back to the show. So we're going to just start over in case we lost you there. Lots of commentary. Um, Stoke Ferry, England, 1756. William Kent and Elizabeth Lynn's lines, whatever, are married. Spoiler. Yeah. Apparently that was a spoiler. Yeah. My opening sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. William is a money lender and Elizabeth is going to turn into a mama. So Lizzie gets oh. pregnant. Okay. Her sister, Frances, Fanny, and I will Franny. now, Franny. I will <laughs> now get the nickname correct. Ironically, we have two back to back Fannies. I don't do this on purpose. I'm not going to say it. Fanny moves in to help them during the pregnancy. I mean, it is the 1750s. Lizzie probably could Good use all the help her. she could get. Um, comes time for the baby to be born, and Lizzie dies during childbirth. Um, Yikes. That's very common, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. not nothing as tragic as it is. Very common. I think I read a statistic like, no, I'm not going to say it because I don't remember it exactly, but a lot of women died. <laughs> say it confidently and it becomes true. <laughs> that is true. We are objectively right as long as you don't ask questions. Yeah. Um, the baby survived. It was a son. Fanny took care of him for a couple weeks until the baby also died. Okay. So there Where is... Where are we going here? You'll see. There is trauma in this household. Emotions are high. People are heartbroken. Have we ever talked about a household where there wasn't trauma? Absolutely not. No. I don't know if, we'll, I don't know if we will. I did actually try to find a topic that was like funny or like a satirical kind of vibe and here we are <laughs> death okay. and childbirth great great william is heartbroken of course and he's looking for comfort and care and so who is naturally the best candidate Ugh. Fanny. fanny 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 okay now i don't believe fanny had any bad intentions I think it was just a natural, like, she was there, they bonded over this shared trauma, and they fall in love, mm. okay? Rebound. Yeah. Toxic. I don't... Oh, okay. it's, it's only going to get worse. And I will tell you what the main point of this story is. I, but this yeah, is, yeah you know, I hope this so. This is the buildup. So um, they fall in love, and happy ending, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Wrong. 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 Um, so England at this point is still very religious, and yeah. as is most of the world, Western world, I should say. Um, canon law, which is church law for anyone who doesn't know that term, it oversaw all things that had to do with marriage at this time. And according to canon law, William and Fanny could not get married right. 
because William had consummated the marriage with Fanny's sister. Now, if they hadn't, you know, had a baby, maybe they could have made it work. I don't personally feel like I would want to get into a relationship with my brother-in-law. No, no. Um, well, why not? I don't no, want to. No, no, no. I don't want my sister's seconds. You know, like, <laughs> this is a little weird. But <laughs> I was Fanny, wondering how you were going to word that. You do you. Um, so they decide to live in shame, and they're just going to live together. <laughs> No, like literally they chose a life of shame in 1750s England. Like there is no other way around it. Now today, I'm telling you. I too, I too choose to live in shame. And I'm saying it's not (laughs) shameful to us now. Absolutely. Like you can go live with whoever you want to live with. You don't want to be married. It's fine. But we are talking about 1760s England. I know what you're talking about. Just (sighs) the freezing was impeccable. You're welcome. The delivery. It was awesome. Um, Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So William moves to London and Fanny follows him quickly after and they decide to live there and be a married couple and nobody's the wiser. It's kind of like Like um, married, right? Air quotes, married, air quotes, married. It's kind of like, you know, that whole idea of like, I'm going to go move to a city and like start over. It's that same idea. Like they're going to move to London and start over. Um, So literally no one's wiser. She's actually goes by Mrs. Kent. So they move to, you're going to, I'm just... We're getting to the point where, okay, I'm just going to say it. They go live in a residence on Cock Lane. And yep, we're trying. trying. I'm trying. I'm I'm really trying. I know. So their landlord is a guy by the name. It's just unfortunate too. Their name's Fanny. Oh, oh, just wait. Oh, there's so many funny puns in this. The Fanny on Cock Lane? Just, Just wait. I'm I'm trying. So landlord Richard Parsons. So our key players. Did he William have it, Kent? Did did he go by Dick? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that'd actually be really. I I didn't actually think of that. We're gonna. I guess we can't call him that, but whatever. Um, hey, it's just a name. William Kent. A lot of, a lot of Fanny Richard and Richard Parsons. It's just a nickname that a lot of Richards go by. So. It is. He was kind of a weird dude because he was like a clerk, but also was like an alcoholic with a tendency for petty crime. Oh, okay. But he's still like people generally respected him. Um, and I would venture to say the crime is obviously just like a side effect of the alcoholism. You know? um, define petty crime. Just kind of like public nuisance, you know, misdemeanors, nothing like crazy. So they were things no, that no, like, he was doing like while publicly intoxicated. Correct. Okay. So they move in. Kent actually gets into a deal with Parsons, William and Richard, right? Whatever. So he gets into a deal with his landlord. Right. Okay. And he actually lends his landlord some money and is promised Never, to be paid don't, back on don't interest. Ever, don't ever give your landlord money. I don't know where this is going. Except for when it's legally required. But even then, ugh, I only do it because it's legally required. So they're living there. Right. Richard, they're on a loan. He's promised to get paid back on interest. I don't see this ending well. It, no, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It, but it doesn't also end the way... It's actually kind of like a humorous bad ending. Okay. So we're looking at around roughly 1760. Fanny gets pregnant. Okay. And... Reminds, wait, reminds me. What year did her sister get pregnant? Like 1757-ish. So it hasn't been that long. No, no, no. no. Like it's a, this whole happens in like four or five years. Love. So um, they moved to London in 1759. So like okay. it's all happening. It's quick, so yeah. It's, this is quick. Parsons, it's rumored that he finds out about 
their relationship. Their arrangement. Their it's arrangement. Not actually a legal marriage. Correct. Okay. And so he kind of is like, I'm not going to pay back my debts. No. Because <laughs> otherwise I'm going to like tell everybody. Oh, blackmail. Mm-hmm. Love it. So really interesting dynamic here. Okay. And so this is where I'm going to tell you. So we are going to be talking about the Cock Lane ghost. The Lord is testing me. I'm really proud of her so far, guys. So this is like, this is. So that's the setup. And now we're going to, I'm telling you, we're talking about a ghost here. Okay. I need a couple deep breaths. This is really hard. hard. I I was going to say that. And then I realized it was like. It's really hard. Do I just, it is hard. Do I just say it? It's do hard. I change it for difficult. Cock lane is hard. So. Ah. <laughs> I love this episode so much already. This, this you know great. what's happening here? Right now, <laughs> I'm Michael Scott. You're Jim. <laughs> and I have just sworn to not make any more that's what she said jokes. Exactly. That is <laughs> the episode. Here. That is the you episode. You really think you can go all day long? <laughs> it sounds you really always, hard. You always left me smile, satisfied with <sighs> smiling. So Fanny pregnant. Okay. There's conflict with the landlord and William in debts and all kinds of stuff. Fanny is actually sharing a room with Parson's daughter, who is also coincidentally named Elizabeth. So she's not sharing a room with her man's. No, there's there's all like sleeping arrangements were very weird. That also was like more normal. Right. Back in the day. Right. So it still seems odd to me. Yeah. In this situation. So Elizabeth and is in this is a daughter Elizabeth part the landlord's daughter is sharing a room with Fanny and they start hearing these like obnoxious scratching and knocking sounds on the walls of the bedroom and Fanny and William decide we're going to move somewhere else get a bigger apartment they're going to have a kid anyways the loud noises were done and William decides okay I'm going to now I'm going to sue my landlord and get my money back now the money that he was owed was like a really like it was petty for William to be like suing him for it because okay. it was a small amount again it, there's a lot of moving parts here so that's kind of what's happening over with William and they kind of get into this legal dispute now they're they're sure. su- they're in an active lawsuit yeah, basically as, as one does right so at the rental unit Richard's rental unit right they still are seeing this kind of they, they start seeing an apparition right like a ghostly figure and there's a pub owner named James Franzen who also witnesses the ghost lurking the halls and hears this, the knocking and scratching, okay? So what does the ghost look like if multiple people have seen it? Is they it a man? Is it a woman? It looks like Elizabeth William's ex-wife. Well, so everybody thinks her? everybody thinks that the ghost is Elizabeth haunting William and Fanny for, yeah. you know, hooking up, right? Then Fanny dies. Go on. She dies of what is concluded to be the smallpox, okay? And it's, it actually happens, like, right after the lawsuit is ended and William gets his money back. She so was young at this point. She still, was young. Right? She yeah. was very young. Baby baby dies, obviously, because she hadn't given she birth yet. She was still yet. pregnant. Okay. Yep. So she's buried. Life kind of – William tries to kind of keep – to move on, okay? At this point, there's still a lot is of – Is there another sister? <laughs> no. <laughs> Thankfully, at this point, the kind of the apparitions kind of stop. So everybody thinks, okay, maybe the ghost is gone. Maybe it was a spirit really haunting Fanny to get revenge. Things kind of settle down. Um, My sister's dead. I can stop haunting them. Right. Revenge, I guess. Yeah. Um, Isn't it apparition? Apparition. Yeah. Did I say what I say? Apparition. 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 Potato. Potato. Tomato. Tomato. Would you say potato? 
Would you ever say potato? No, I wouldn't. Anyways, we're moving on from that. I'm going to start using the word ghost. Um, <laughs> so, but but now we're in a stage of like, William can't really catch a break. He has made a lot of enemies. For some reason, I don't feel bad for him, though. I don't, I don't really feel bad for him either. Like, I feel like maybe I should. No. Because like, he did something weird in that he went for his, his sister-in-law. But like, I don't know, was that that crazy at that point or like i don't know i mean to be fair and that's like the one that's kind of the one thing he did that i don't approve of yeah at this point but for some reason i just don't like him right because he he just i think it's that whole idea of like he you know he's he's like being kind of petty about money and i don't know it just seems like oh it's got sketch vibes but yeah it does i just get a bad vibe bad vibes exactly why so he is still kind of being blackmailed and the landlord actually kind of starts tossing out this rumor that maybe he killed Fanny. No one's mm. really buying it yet, but keep that in the back of your mind for the story's sake. It's um, back there. Good. So with back with Mothman. One day, probably I don't know exactly what year we're in at this point. Timelines are all kind of blurry. Love. But a woman named Catherine Friend moves into the building, starts renting out, and complains of the noise and scratching. And she said that the noises started to come out of Elizabeth, the daughter. Of the landlord. So now they're they coming all think, out of her. They all like a think, scratching and knocking sound. They all think she is now possessed. Yeah. Okay. And now they think that the ghost is Fanny coming back for revenge. So at first it was Elizabeth and now it's Fanny. Right. There's a new ghost. So Elizabeth took care of her business. And now, by, but Fanny has business because now. Fanny died. Because that's what gets you through. Right. The afterlife purgatory, right. whatever, is killing your sister. Having your sister she found die, peace obviously. with her soul and was able to move <laughs> she, on. She found peace because her sister died. So now Fanny's coming back. Because she apparently has She's something. She's got something. So um, I'm going to bring this up in a little bit. But there, I mean, there's a lot of... Actually, no, I'll tell you that in a second. So this is kind of the, the crux, the heart of the story. Um, Elizabeth, landlord's daughter, mm-hmm. is said to start having seizures and convulsions. And it's in conjunction with more knocking and scratching and weird sounds. Um, yeah. I hated that. So there's I really a sound hated effect that. for you. So her father calls in the pros. Um, John Moore is a Methodist preacher. I don't know why when you, said, when you said pros, I thought of P-R-O-S-E. And I was like, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm with it. No. I knew, no, like, I knew what you no meant. There's no reading pros, but... Unfortunately. So John Moore comes in. He's a Methodist preacher to do a seance and figure out what's going on. A seance? The preacher's doing a seance? So Methodists are very superstitious, at least at this point. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I'm not up to date on modern Methodism. I, but yeah, I'm not a Methodist. <laughs> like, I, I thought you were going to say, like, to bless the home or no, even like They're trying exorcism. to figure out what's going on. They're He's, trying to figure out who the okay. spirit is. Okay. The, um, the preacher's doing a seance. Correct. Don't know how I feel. Oh, I do know how I feel about that. They weren't a mainstream denomination yet. Okay. Okay. In, in England. A lot of people, like, it was kind of like you liked them or you hated them because mm. they were, like, they were really always looking out for the supernatural. Mm. Okay. Okay. So they're, they're performing these seances to figure out what's going on and investigate the ghost and what's happening. Yeah. Do what you got to do. I love this so much. Oh, no. They come in, they start investigating, they come to the conclusion that all of the sounds and actions and everything is coming out of Elizabeth, the 12-year-old daughter of the yep. land. So it's just kind of expected have, or uh, understood that she's possessed. I have a question. Yeah. 
What do you mean it's coming out of her? Is it like coming out of her mouth? Is it like if you yeah. listen to her, like if you're listening for the sound from to get what closer I to understand, her, it's From what I understand, like the convulsion, she's making noises, but like the knocking and scratching like only happen around her. Okay. So it's not like she's opening her mouth and it sounds like a door knock. Like Yeah. I was like, do you like press right. up against her chest and you right. hear a knocking? It's like, like, a, it's like all the noises are coming around her, gotcha. her environment. Um, and so the more and his group of the seance people – um, come up with a system of communication, not a Ouija board. Oh, no. It's actually a, a knocking system. So they would ask questions. Yes, no. One knock was yes, two knock was no. Two knock, two knocks. Two knock was no. I have another question. Yep. Does someone get thrown down the stairs at some point? No. Okay. Wrong story. So she gets the name Scratching Fanny. <laughs> Sorry, kid. I love it so good. <laughs> the scratching fanny of Cockley. Yeah. God, I love the British. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that would that. They're the so un unintentionally hilarious that the I only, love it. That's the only place that this that Correct. this would happen. Correct. So I also love that a large proportion of our listeners. Are from the UK. So this will be fun. You're welcome. This will be fun for us to make fun of them. So Kent, we're going to come back to him a little bit. He has kind of paid off, paid off some debts, had other debts paid off, won his case with Parsons, trains as a stockbroker, um, actually gains a lot of money from Fanny's will, and then remarries. So he's kind of, he's okay right now. But okay. scrutiny follows him because more conversation is spreading that he killed Fanny because now that they've determined the ghost is Fanny, the most immediate kind of thought is, well, maybe Why he killed she her yeah. and she's here for revenge. So I've got another question. Yeah. Did the lines or Lynn's or whatever family have a lot of money? Decent. He actually got into a lot of conflict with them over the will. They actually tried to get like, the, they tried to revoke the will so they could get all the money. Um, there was another sister that got really pissed off at him. but So there was another sister. There was, but not romantically involved. And the family couldn't understand why, like, she left him so much money and stuff. Yeah. And they tried to fight it. He ended up winning. Mm. Take it or leave it. Same thing happened with Elizabeth. Did he get a lot of money out of her I don't her actually will? know. Hmm. Unknown. Unknown. He seems to like his money. Well, he probably... He probably didn't win anything in Elizabeth's will because they married and he got stuff as part of their marriage. Right. But Fanny, they weren't married. Right. So she but had like, to get stuff in a will. He would get whatever just from her being his wife. Right. But then he's not going to keep getting more if she's just at home with a baby or something like that. Right. I'm All I'm saying is I'm not – I don't not believe mm -hmm. that he killed his, his mm -hmm. wife or – Mm -hmm. wives because mm -hmm. he seemed to kind of like like he seemed to like his money and it kind of seems to me mm -hmm. like once they were not financially uh beneficial they mysteriously die it kind of reminds me of the haunted mansion right at Walt disney world as soon as there's a baby involved he's like yikes it's gonna be so expensive yeah so the so what happens is the commission with the you know preacher and stuff they ask the, the ghost, some questions. Are you his wife? Knocks twice because she's not technically his wife. Okay. Did you die of natural causes? Two no, knocks. No. And 
Well, there was one other question and now I'm blanking on it. Point is, they ask an oh, were you poisoned? One knock. Was that their first guess? That was their guess. Because <laughs> they asked, well, they said, did you die of natural causes? What do you think? I mean, for a woman, it's not, she wasn't, they saw her body. She wasn't butchered. So okay. they're thinking, okay, she had to have been poisoned or something if she didn't die naturally. Are, isn't it rare for men to poison people, though? I don't know. That's usually done by women, it's right? It's 1760. I don't know. What are you talking about? Maybe he did. He's a sketchy dude. Oh, maybe he did. I'm just saying. But what a, murderers what a, tend to follow patterns. But what question would you have asked? Like, if if you asked a female ghost with no body markings on her body, and she said that it didn't die of natural causes, there were no markings on her body. No, and she didn't die of natural causes. Can I get an autopsy report? Absolutely not. I have <laughs> literally zero access to an autopsy report from 1760. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Dang it! But that, to me, that makes sense of being like your next question. Right. She wasn't stabbed. Yeah, but how hard would it be to like? cover up a stab wound from a priest who like stab her in the back lay her on her back and just i'm just saying like my question my question would be did your husband kill you my first like i would start there and then i would work down to how she died but like the first again this is a little bit of hearsay the exact question they didn't have a transcript of the events um and this was Where was where was their scribe it was documented in the public ledger, which is London's daily newspaper. Yeah. Um, and at this point, it was pretty much like everyone was like, yep, Kent did it. Like, sucks. And Kent decides. I'm, wait- I'm waiting for a twist, though. He's going to go perform his own seance oh. and ask his own oh, good. questions. Good. Kent's like, I don't buy it. I'm not game with it. So he, so at, to be honest with you, this is like a huge thing in London at this point. Like people all over are coming. The pr- Prince Edward, the Duke of York comes. Um, Samuel Johnson actually shows up my favorite he actually is part of the group that works with kent to figure out if this is true who has the little like you know i like i I just said i'm waiting for a twist like i'm waiting for it to not be him and now that samuel johnson is on his side i think i was correct so kent is not going down without a fight so he forms his his commission to uncover the source of the sounds so it's gonna be like a freaking mouse (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) So they decide to take Elizabeth and move her to different locations okay, and move her to different rooms and like figure out and even different houses to see if it's really her being haunted. Mm -hmm. After about a month of trials, they find something very interesting. Okay. She just puts her hand behind her and scratches something. There's some pretty interesting stories about different things that they did, but I'm I'm not going to go into all of them. (laughs) I heard that too. So loud. It was just a drip on like a drip, like a wow a sink or something, but it was so loud. I'm going to amplify that on this recording. It just was just like one single drop. There, I don't see anything leaking. I don't see anything like knocked that over. That was the weirdest thing ever. There's a ghost. Fanny. So. Scratching Fanny or whatever it was. They learn Elizabeth is dead. No. Oh. Is not haunted or possessed. She's messing with them. She was just carrying a piece of wood. And scratching yeah. her bed and the floor and any surface she could touch yep. to make noise. There it is. Mm-hmm. It was all an act. Yep. This is the great Cock Lane ghost hoax. I love it. I respect her for it. Right. It was literally this whole thing was a revenge plot by Richard love. Parsons to get back at Kent for suing him yes. over the three guineas. 
which apparently is like, I don't know, like 20 bucks or something. I don't know. I don't know the exact. I respect it. You know, I, I really do. I love him for it, dude. And I also really respect Elizabeth's her dedication to the game. Dude, she was like, she was in. She that's was something sold. I would, that's some, I would do it. Yeah. I would have love. Love. So my heroes, they find all this my out. My petty, my petty heroes. Mm-hmm. Kent, you know, obviously they are the Parsons family is uh, tried and convicted. That's, that's Parsons tragic. has to go in like the little stocks for a while. Mm. Interestingly, people like don't get that mad at him. Like a lot of times if you're in the stocks, people like throwing crap at mm-hmm. you and stuff. They actually like started basically like a GoFundMe to like <laughs> help him and his family or something. Like, yeah, it was I, so like, weird. I get it. I get it. Right. Cause it's like, you can't hate him. Like it was actually kind of freaking awesome. It's amazing. Like you're he kidding fooled me? the preacher it's and the- like, yeah all so, these people so do you know how they found out it was elizabeth like did she give it up did they just like strip her down and find a piece of wood on her uh-huh they so they they got to the point of like they needed like they were like we want don't like she can't have clothes on like we have to figure out where like this is coming from exactly yeah. they ended up finding a piece of wood i think it was she was actually like walking down a hallway and they found it like it was like hidden in her dress and i'm just thinking how did this go on for months without anyone thinking like maybe she's just scratching the bedpost yeah yeah like what dedicated queen literally i mean it's it's freaking insane um so this it's it has it all it has sex it has intrigue it has mystery drama fear money debt trial like scratching a bedpost scratching carrying around a piece of wood all the classics yeah like it's freaking awesome so it i mean this story like literally captivated the public like they people were flocking like actually the there's Parsons no way samuel were, johnson didn't write about this right i think he did write about it but yeah. i don't know exactly what the title of anything is but he, ooh, 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 it was he used it as part of i believe this was him the orators it's like a book or whatever but it also comes up in charles dickens tale of two cities oh really he talks about one i can't remember which character but they go to school with the cock lane ghost it's actually like a, a little blurp blip in there blurp is not a word blurp um but it i mean it becomes a part of like english lore um yeah and london legend and the house is no longer in london i don't think cock lane like that cock lane i think that there actually is another cock lane in london but this one not there it's like covered by office buildings but i know that samuel johnson wrote about it yeah i'm gonna have to find that and read that because i do love me some johnson i'll find it because I rem- I read it in one of the articles. I just can't remember what the reading part was called. But like, I just think when I, so I was looking this up and at first I thought it was like a real ghost. Like I thought this was going to be like a haunting story. Yeah. And then I got to like the end and I was like, wait a minute, this. Stop. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> like literally imagine there's no just more. like this 12 year old for like weeks on end. She's only 12. She's 12, literally. <laughs> She's and, and like, she's scaring the literal out of people so much better and and all she's doing is just scratching the bed frame and she's literally walking like imagine walking around knowing like you're like people think i'm freaking demonic possessed i'm really just scratching things with a piece of wood like how badass she's cooler at the age of 12 than i ever have been or ever will be yeah props to elizabeth and so the other thought is like they started this with fanny like this started when fanny was still alive because remember they thought the first ghost was elizabeth mm-hmm. fanny's sister it started then so she changed ghost personas correct so that's the ghost hoax for you today the ghost hoax of what maddie of cock lane yeah and 
what is it? What did I say? It was scratching scr- fanny. Scratching like fanny. Yeah, scratching fanny. <sighs> scratching fanny. That was really the good. ghost hoax of Cock Lane. That was really good. I really liked that. Did one. you? I yeah. I really liked it. I thought it was freaking hilarious. <laughs> that was like just about everything I love. You know, we got some mystery, some intrigue. Right. That's what I'm some, saying. The story some, has it all. Like possible true crime, and then just absolute pettiness. And like my, fa- I love when people take a prank and they like turn it into the long game. Oh yeah. Like she was dedicated to her prank. Absolutely. She was like, I'm, I'm fully committed. I this lo- is who I am. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that's who she was. I love it. And I have so much respect for her for it. So there you have it. As long as she wasn't forced into it. That I don't know. But she kept it up. She could have easily given it up or that's what I'm saying. Or I don't know. I, I think it's told her secret. I think it's just amazing. Did she grow up to do amazing things? I don't know. I gotta look I into think, that. I think her story I stops find out. after this. There's no way you do that at the age of 12 and you don't do something cool or crazy. She probably had to lay low because she's like, her whole family's like criminal now. Yeah, but she was 12. They could just be like, ah, she was a kid. Yeah. She was used. I don't know. Did she get in the tr- into any trouble because of it? I don't know, actually. I know her parents did. Probably not did. at the age of 12. Maybe some weird. There were some other people, like conspirators that were involved, yeah. which I think that's awesome, too. Like, <laughs> the Parsons got like a squad and they were like, yeah. dude, let's let's do this. Was and they the, all was like the preacher in on it? No, oh. there the you so know the guy you know the pub owner James Franzen that I brought uh-huh. up. His wife, he and his wife were in on it. Love, love that. Which I just want to be like, dude. We, I, I don't, I don't know how, how they did you convince it. all these people. How did you do this? How like it just seems like, but maybe that's the beauty of it is it's so simple. Like she's just scratching something with wood. It's so simple. You know that's a mistake that a lot of people make when they're trying to trick someone or lie or something. Mm-hmm. Is they put in way too much detail right like it's just so simple yeah it was dude i was freaking like when i was typing up the notes i was just like this is so cool (laughs) yeah i think i'm gonna need to like take a nap and just like i'm just just need to lay down for like 30 minutes think about it and just um yeah like reevaluate my life because obviously like i'm doing something wrong if i'm not like this elizabeth this 12 year old so some might call call her an entrepreneur you know I call her an icon, a legend, <laughs> a genius. I call her perfect. I was going to, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all, all right. we can say. So, well, you know, that's my episode for you today. And that's all I can say. Wow. What a great segue. That's I try my episode for you today. I try. <laughs> um, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, nothing we make is ever going to be as good as that, but we can try. We can try our hardest. Where, where can we try? You, we, we can try on Instagram. Should we give it its own section right now? We don't know. Instagram may be Instagram. No. Instagram may be hyperfocus. <laughs> Third time's a charm. Hyperfocus underscore podcast or it's hyperfocus pod. In the long term, it will or should be hyperfocus pod. Correct. Might temporarily be underscore podcast. Just stay tuned. Stay motivated in finding us. All because Instagram just refused to give us reels and refused to answer our help requests. Thanks a lot. Um, but you can find us on TikTok, Hyperfocus Pod, Twitter, Hyperfocus underscore Pod, and YouTube and Facebook, Hyperfocus colon, a podcast for chaotic minds. I liked the subtle pause. Thank you to build the suspense. And it you was. can find us on Gmail. Email. You can find us on Gmail. <laughs> it's where we like to hang out a lot of the time. It's hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. So follow us, share us, give us likes, <laughs> give us comments. Yeah. Give us love. Give us uh, your thoughts 
only one true chaotic mind. Elizabeth Parsons. <laughs> Precisely. Stay chaotic, babes. Stay as chaotic as her. Scratching Please. Fanny. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.